Octavia and Craig stand before the massive sepulchre, preparing for their journey in. What secrets does it hold? Can the abyss be resealed? And will this tenuous alliance hold up to the stress? Welcome to me, my spouse, and a die. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Me, My Spouse, and a Die. I'm Gwyneth, your resident Asimar, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair. And I'm Austin, your resident Dungeon Master. Me, My Spouse, and a Die is a family-friendly actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast, where we follow our hero, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair, through her adventures in the continent of Mawir, a land that has been ravaged by a war with monsters for 15 years. Before we recorded this... We were sitting on our couch, playing a friendly game of Mario Kart. And sometimes we like to play on teams together against the easy computer bots. Just not because we want to, like, compete or be super good at Mario Kart, but just because we want to have fun on some crazy tracks in some stupid cars with some weird characters, right? Everybody likes, you know, mowing down the computers with with a good red shell every now and then. Oh, no. So we were on the same team. Final race. We usually occupied the first and second place slots because, you know, we're, we're basically playing on super easy mode. Mm-hmm. Lap number three. I'm Bowser in the lead in Donkey Kong's jungle or whatever. Coming around. I can see the finish line ahead of me. <laughs> I can see from the mini map that most of the other... You know, NPC drivers are behind us. Gwyneth's back there in probably second place, although I'm not sure. I can see them creeping up, but it's okay. I'm in first place. I'm relatively competent at that game against bots. I'll be fine, right? And all of a sudden, from the bottom of my screen, I get that dreaded little blip that tells me a shell is incoming. (laughs) I watch in slow motion. As my poor little Mario Kart explodes, Bowser does a little flip, a little exclamation mark over his head. He's so upset, he just got shelled by one of these heinous computers (laughs) behind him. I finish the race, but I drop to fifth place. Shameful against these computers, so I'm like, dang it, we still whooped the other team by a hefty margin, but I should not have finished fifth. I I was irritated. So we watch the uh, the highlight reel because sometimes it's fun. You just get fun, fun things of, you know, you again, mowing down bots with shells and whatnot. Doing cool sick flips. Doing cool sick flips. We get to that moment. I see myself driving in my little cart almost at the finish line. I see the shell come in and explode. And who do I see drive by? <laughs> but Gwyneth. Your beloved wife. My beloved wife as Isabel. This cute little dog? I think. I think. Question mark. Drives by in triumph, and I realize it was not one of these (laughs) computers that shelled me at the end. It was my own dear wife who was on my own team. The betrayal was palpable. So that is the, uh, the air about us as we go into this recording today. I actually do have to clarify I did shell you. She did shell me. But it was not that moment. 
I showed you earlier in the race. Because if you look at where the replay happened in the course, it was not at that moment. No, it was at that moment. No, it wasn't. The shell hit me at that moment and you drove by. No, it did. But you got shelled again closer to the end of the race. When I, I shelled, only got shelled once. When I shelled you, it was mm-hmm. in like the mid of the race. No, it was not. Really? Really. That was that moment. Oh, dear. <laughs> Don't try to make yourself look better. You know what you did. It, it, I do have to say it you was not purposeful. We were coming down from uh, from flying. I was I, I was in second place. Austin was in first. I was trying to do the shell behind us, but it didn't did not did work not as know. I as as intended. So, dear listeners, I it, hope you've enjoyed Octavia's <laughs> final episodes. I was just about to say, if Octavia dies this episode because a dragon turtle with a green shell or red shell comes up and just, yeah. like, sits on her. <laughs> that'd be, that'd be. <laughs> a Tarrasque pops up and the Bowser music and starts just, playing. <laughs> yep. A shambling mound comes around and it somehow has really red lips and spiky teeth and Mm -hmm. just noms on her and it's growing in a pot. I could do it. I could do it. If there just appears a plumber out of nowhere. I won't though. So that's where our headspaces are today. We did still win. Betrayal. And you did still beat me in points. No, I did not. Really? Really. Oh, you usually I had 50. You had 54. Oh, <laughs> you remember each of these details so clearly. Yes, I do. I remember betrayal very well. Are you an elephant? Do no. you never forget? No, Are those I, badgers? I, I forget elephants. That's the phrase about elephants. The phrase is not badgers, never forget. It's okay. elephants. Okay. Isn't there something about badgers remembering things in Redwall, though? About how they have some sort of like inherited memory or something? I don't think so. Okay. I couldn't remember. I mean, I don't think so. I think they all just were cool and wrote down their histories on their giant volcano mountain. I forgot about the volcano yeah. place where the Salamandistron. That was a volcano. I don't know. It was a mountain. It was a mountain. I don't think it was a volcano. It was a mountain. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah. Well, that's been a long time since I read those. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Eulalia. Anyway, Pittsburgh has been helping us set the scene because it is gray and cloudy outside. And it is gray and cloudy in the shadow fell as well. You've just crossed a river, a misty, misty river, with your uh, reluctant companion, Crag, after sacrificing something near and dear to you, in a manner of speaking. You're standing on these damp banks, covered in mist, with dead grass and weeds about your feet, thorns and prickles and whatnot. Gray clouds above your head and a large black stone building in front of you the boat is just kind of sitting there swishing lightly in the the current of the river Craig takes a step forward reaches into his pouch pulls out a little stone and he says all right we're here a deal is a deal and says into it it's Craig give them the child and he puts the stone Back in his pocket. Octavia nods. Alright, this is it. You you ready? Like, as ready as I'll ever be, I guess. Cool. Do we have a do you have a plan of any sort? 
Well, I've got a plan once we get there, but it's best if uh, if we just leave that be for the time being. Getting okay. there is the more important part right now. Um, I don't know what's going to be behind these walls. I've been here once before. I have some general idea of the layout, but it's likely that there is other things in there at this point. Who knows? Maybe it'll be a cakewalk. I doubt it, though. Same. It's a very peculiar dance. I don't know what it is. I just enjoy cake and walking, so... <laughs> I like Ansel's tradition. Eating cake and walking? Yes. We are a spa town. I don't think you can claim a monopoly on eating cake. I meant... Or I, walking. Well, the, the dance associated with it, the, the cakewalk. Oh, I don't think that's a dance. I think it's just an activity that people do. You know, you have to walk after you eat the cake. Well, I mean, couldn't any activity be considered a dance? No. Depending on your definition of dance. Well, depending on your definition of toilet, this rock could be a toilet. So let's just uh, not get into semantics and just go kill whatever's inside this (laughs) thing, huh? After you. That's that's not how this works. Anyway, come on, there's a front door. He starts walking towards the front door. She will follow him. She will let him go first. This is his rodeo. True. But you're the PC. That is also true. Side by side. Fair enough. Uh, You walk up under the shadow of this large black building. There's a big door in front of you. Kind of in the shape of a very angular skull. Ooh. Yeah. It's a creepy place. Craig walks up to it. He says, now, uh, don't, don't, don't be alarmed. And as he gets within about seven feet, this door's eyes open. Ah! He says, oh, I wasn't expecting guests again so soon. Oh, it's, it's you. I brought someone else this time. Craig nods at you. Introduce yourself, don't be rude. Oh, uh, sorry, uh, my name's Octavia Marguerite Sinclair, and I am Craig's companion. <clears throat> I'm a door. Nice to meet you, Dor. Pleasure to meet you. It's my job to make sure only things or people who are supposed to be in here get in here. Understandable. Okay. So, what are you you doing here? Uh. What's the plan? Why have you come here? Why'd you wake me up? I haven't... It's so many, you know, haven't had anyone visit here in thousands of years, and then all of a sudden, you show up twice? Hmm. I think Craig forgot something last time he was here. Right, Craig? You, uh, this door, this is a fine door. This place, you can, we're here to, to reseal that thing that I did. Oh, okay. What I came here last time, yeah, we're, we're going to try to undo that. I was sure, you know, what the, the plan was. So. The door narrows its eyes. You brought a liar here, huh? Says you, well, yeah, sorry. I mean, I, I kind of lied to you the first time. Mm. And I mean, it wasn't technically incorrect. I mean, Craig did leave his integrity here last time. Oh, I think his integrity was gone long before now. <laughs> the last shard of it. <laughs> oh. The door looks back and forth at the two of you. Well, I don't really have a choice in this matter. You could have said anything. You've got the stamp of the three on you, so you're you're kind of allowed in, but... Mm. Oh, that's how this works. This is more or less a prison. Hmm. Okay. I'm here to make sure that only things enter. Now, I have certain protocols. I'm not really a sentient door. I just, you know, they kind of gave me a personality. 
make things more interesting. Yeah, but uh, I can. You've you've got a bit of a minya there, so. Okay. Welcome aboard. Gotta warn you. I didn't let him in, but there's, you know, stuff's gotten weird since you were here last. So whatever it is that you did, yeah, please, please undo it. Do you have anybody else imprisoned in here besides the stuff behind the door that we're here to reseal? Oh, there's no one actually imprisoned here. It's a prison for another door, so to speak. Really. Okay. Okay. That does. It's kind of weird. You know, I'm a door garden, a door. I guess kind of like a, a vestibule to make sure that, a, like, you know, cold air doesn't get into a house. Yeah, you have yeah. the two doors. So now, that does make sense. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll warn you, if if you didn't have a bit of the, the three in your soul there, I'd, I'd eat you right here. I'm pretty agile for a door. Well, um. So if I find out you're deceiving me. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're not. Uh... Yeah, it's a pretty hard thing to fake anyways. Yeah. It looks back and forth at you again. I could have given you a riddle or something, but anybody can solve a riddle, right? Soul scanning is a bit more uh, foolproof, I think. I think, yeah. Can we go in? Oh, I just haven't talked to anyone in so long. All right. Not much for conversation, is she? Looks at Craig. Craig says, yeah, no, you probably don't want to anyway. Hey! What? You, you haven't been a conversational flower with me. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's understandable, but this door hasn't done anything to, you know, kind of help ruin my life, so... Well, you don't know that now, do you? Do you know this door's history? No. Yeah, there you go. Door. Anyway, let us go. Door says, well, fine. You, I, you I don't name? really have it. I'm just a door. Okay. I told you I'm not really sentient. They just kind of gave me a personality, so, you know. Anyway. Well, um, maybe we can chat on the way back when me, we don't have such pressing things to me, deal with. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I'd say send someone else to talk to me, but I'd have to eat them if they're not like you, so it's probably not. Well, could you... I could talk to them before I eat them if you know anyone who wants to be eaten. <laughs> Well, could you just talk to someone who doesn't want to enter but just wants to talk to you? Would you have to eat them? No, the knowledge of this place is enough of a, a liability. Offense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, mm, noted. The boatman isn't much of a talker either. I was literally about to suggest him, but... No, I, I tried that for a couple hundred years there. He never responded, so I just kind of gave up. <laughs> Left all your messages on red. All right. So uh, other things in there. If you could clear them out for me, you know, I'm not. There's not supposed to be anything else in here, except for what was put in here at the beginning. But okay. you know, you'll see. Anyways, have fun. The door opens its mouth and it just kind of expands. Oh, cool. Craig says, "After you." Okay. Enjoy yourself. It's an interesting experience. I mean, I don't know how much of this I will be enjoying, but it will definitely be interesting, to say the least. Hey, I mean, silver linings, right? Sure. Go ahead. And I'll walk in. You walk in, Craig follows. As you walk through, the door kind of goes, I could eat you right now. <laughs> but you step through. Craig follows behind you. After you, two step through, it shuts behind you. You finally put in that door of annihilation or whatever it is that we made all those jokes about right? all those episodes ago. <laughs> you die instantly. instantly. Uh, you find yourself in the inside of a large room. 
It's kind of like an entry hall into something bigger. Polished black stone floors. Tall, tall, tall ceilings that just kind of go up into shadow. You can't necessarily see the ceiling. There are four statues in each of the corners that look uh, kind of angelic in nature. Standing, I don't know, watch or guard. And then in front of you, some ways, is another uh, gate. Like bars in it. And you can see through it opens up into a much larger chamber. Okay. Can I do a perception check on these figures to kind of like, do I kind of, could I tell one of them is Karastis type of thing? Like, No. Okay. You've never seen Karastis outside of like an animal. That's true. So you wouldn't be able to know anyway. That's true. Uh, but you look them over and you think they're, you know, generally nondescript. Maybe they're specific celestial beings, but, you know, kind of the classic Big, tall, imposing, mm-hmm. sword, furled wings. Nice. Looking over, stern, looks on their faces. Okay. Craig yeah. walks in, looks around. Everything's dim in here. He says, uh, well, this is the same. Okay. No ambushes in here, I hope. Kind of pokes around, looks behind some of the statues, doesn't see anything. Do we have to go up or down to get to the door at least last time you were here we have to go through and then down okay it's a crypt okay effectively okay well shall we i mean i guess so be my guest and i will walk towards that barred you know opening you get there okay is there a keyhole is it locked you look over it it's not locked it doesn't appear to be you kind of jiggle it and it it seems like it would swing freely okay i'm gonna do a perception check beyond it before opening the door to see if the door's trapped okay 15 you do not detect any traps okay i will swing the door open the door swings open with a loud Thank you. Good lung control. Does anything come rushing up towards the opening upon that loud and elongated crinkle of a swing? Tell me, what does your dark vision do? Does it make dim light bright light? Or can you just see in darkness? Dim light as though it were bright light for 60 feet. But that is it. Well, in darkness, I can see as though it were dim, and in dim as though it were bright. Okay. So, I guess for... 60 feet of this dim, it's bright, mm-hmm. and then the dim beyond it is just, still just dim. Sounds good. And then anything beyond that dim that's dark would be dim still, I think. Dim some. Sounds good. So the door creaks open. Crag cringes the entire time, and he says, Well, if there is anything in there, it knows we're coming. I don't think... I mean, I'm not particularly stealthy, so... I mean, yeah, I figured they would know anyway with the door. I don't know. Looking across 
this open passageway now. You can see it's a large open chamber. There's some pillars kind of lining down it, but that's there's no furniture in the room. There's a big raised like dais at the end that you can kind of make out and um, you think in the shadows all the way at the end of the room you can see something moving very slowly. Mm. Flopping your way. You can hear a kind of wet slap. Oh. Slap of big feet on stone floor heading your way. Octavia will kind of like throw out her arm and be like, I think I see something down there. Do you? I think I have dark vision. So probably. And can I do a better a perception check now that I see this thing to kind of figure out what it is before it... You'll have disadvantage. Gets so on far us. away. Okay. 19. Uh, it's hard to tell, but it's a large kind of hunched figure that seems to be wearing some sort of tattered cloak with a big hood. Is this one of the creatures that came in that's not supposed to be here? Do you think? Probably. There wasn't anything in here when I was here last. Okay. Um, can we assume that it sees us because it's walking towards us? You can assume whatever you want to assume, but it is walking toward the door and it is getting closer. Um. (laughs) So do we just like attack everything on sight type of thing or? I wouldn't take any chances if I were us. Okay. Um, Octavia will cast light on the tip of Acryla's staff, like that gem that's his gem that's in it. She'll cast it on on that. Okay. What color? Um, in honor of Acryla, she'll have it be green, but not like a sickly green. She'll kind of merge it with some, uh, like, rose around the edges, kind of like mi- like mining lights that are more reddish so that they don't, like wonk your eyes out okay bing red light pops into existence christmas the steps start to quicken why don't you roll for an issue (laughs) all right for octavia that is a 14 see how far does light go so i'll have bright light for 20 feet and then the dim light beyond it Does dim light on dim light make bright light? All right. So, from across the room, stepping down from the dais and moving towards you, you see this figure. Although you can't make out the details, but it just has, it it sends a shiver down your spine as it sort of comes into view. It picks up its pace and you can hear its feet flapping on the cold stone floor as it moves up towards you. Does it look humanoid? Generally. Okay. But it's probably not classified as a humanoid. Mm-hmm. Just thinking more of its shape with, with hearing these weird slapping, wondering if it's some weird kind of like oozy thing or whatnot. All right. Uh, it steps closer to you, gets within about 30 feet, and you start to make out some more details. It's got deep sunken eyes and it you think it's probably a mouth but it looks like it's been stretched out grayish black skin like obsidian big clawed hands just dressed in a, a tattered robe and you can feel something from within those burrowed eyes peeling into you i need Ooh. you to make a, a constitution saving throw Ooh. that's not great that's a nine 
That is a failure. Rolled really well. Uh, that'll be... You're going to take 27 points of necrotic damage. Oh, goodness gracious. Which will be 13 for you. Awesome. And it kind of lets out a... Howl. It is your turn. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, actually, before you do that... Oh, dear. <laughs> I shouldn't have waited so long. Oh, no. <laughs> because you are starting your turn within 30 feet. Oh, no. Am I scared of it? So, you have a choice. You okay. can feel its eyes burrowing further into you. You can either make a constitution saving throw, or you can avert your eyes and have disadvantage on attack rolls against this thing until the start of your next turn. I will avert my eyes. Okay. You avert your eyes. All right. <sighs> Don't look at me! <laughs> so... Uh, she'll she'll put her her hand in front of her eyes and, and kind of like when you're in a scary movie like has just like little slivers uh, of separation between her fingers and she is going to put her hand up and she is going to cast wall of fire okay where in a ring around it the range is 150 Try. feet all right you wave your hand and a cylinder of fire encircles this thing. You can hear it kind of inside there. Awesome. One side of the wall selected by me when I cast the spell deals 5d8 fire damage to each creature that ends its turn within 10 feet of that side or inside the wall. Okay. Within 10 feet. Mm -hmm. So a creature takes the same damage when it enters the wall for the first time on a turn or ends its turn there the other side of the wall deals no damage so we'll do it kind of like so it's to our side we could go up and touch it and it's mm -hmm. fine but on, on its side it's very cold yep uh, very cold very hot 22 points of fire damage and then I'm going to I'm going to like duck so we're currently still in the vestibule I'm going to take a, a step to the side and hide behind the wall in the vestibule. Okay. It's kind of not being in the doorway anymore so that in case that thing tries to look in my soul again, it can't. Alright. You are gonna take five points of necrotic damage just for being in this thing's presence. Oh, Even though it can't see me? Yep. Ugh. Craig looks over and says, what's the plan? I mean... You can shoot at it. I don't really... I hit I hit things. I mean, I don't... There's nothing in the technical text of the spell to say that you on this side of the, of the wall can't slash through it. It's not... I don't have reach. I mean, I guess I could move it so that I could have placed the wall. No, that's fine. You already did it. I'm just... What do we... Ju are we just going to wait out here and see if that thing stays inside and burns to a crisp? Or, or what's... I mean, I was kind of thinking of staying around the corner and, 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 and lobbing some arrows on, at it on my turn. Uh, but for you, I mean, uh, I mean, I could give you my bow. I'm sure you're strong. I'm, I'm sure you're strong enough to use it. I mean, I have to use these to, yeah, to even be strong fine. enough. I'll just wait here and ready in action, I guess. All right. I've, I've, okay. Is, Craig sits it, back and Is Ignorox like a boomerang? Can you like throw it and it'll That was come back? one time. And that was on a crit fail. <laughs> I mean, that was really cool. Thanks, 
but it was a crit fail. <laughs> Let's hope I don't get those. All right, I'm going to wait back here and see what it does, I guess. Okay. Okay. Uh, it comes back around then, and it is its turn. It is going to... You can't really see it, but you hear the crackling of flames, and then you hear this slap, slap, slap of its feet on the cold stone floor, and it's just going to walk through your wall. Okay, it's still going to take damage. Yeah, sure it will. 26 points of fire damage. Screw it. It just marches into the lion's den. Oh, dear. Comes right up in there. Do you avert your gaze? I will avert my gaze. It still stares daggers into you. Make another constitution saving throw as Crag takes a swing. <laughs> 11 this time. Moving up in the world. All right, that is still a failure. You're going to take damage. It comes around the corner. Crag brings the sword down on it. 20 points of necrotic damage to you. Is that halved? Or no. Total, okay, so 10. Let me make a concentration check. Look Please at me do. remembering this. Thank you, thank you. Natural 12. Okay, you're fine. Crag uh, rolls a total of a 30 to hit. What? I mean, before, I mean, is, is Octavia able to be like, can you just push him back in the thing? Like, bull rush him and just push him back in? I can push him five feet a turn, so it might take a while. But at least I'd get him closer. He rolled a 30 to hit. That's obscene. I rolled a natural 19 oh plus 11. Gosh. He doesn't have improved crit, does he? So, he deals 10 points of regular, and then 5 points of fire. You look, and you think the fire isn't being that effective. Oh, really? Yeah. So, it kind of seems like not everything's going through? Correct. Oh, man! I was thinking because it was maybe a zombie type thing. But I guess if it's from the abyss, I guess maybe fire... Yeah. (laughs) Uh, that's what this thing does. It's your turn. Okay, I'm going to Nova. I'm going to use Jasulka's Nova. Mm-hmm. Uh, except, no, that would get Crag, too. Hmm. And I can't step away. You could step away. Hmm. It's going to be. I'll step away. Okay. It swings out a gross, glistening fist at you. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, 23 to hit. Oh, jeez. You take five points bludge and 13 necrotic. Total? That's total. Okay. I'm just going to give you the total so you can have it. Sounds good. All right. Well, as I take this step back, uh, my hands start, you know, crackling with this, like, lightning energy and, and cold and... Uh, you know, she'll have this wave of icy uh, air blast out from her. And please make a constitution saving throw. 18. Oh, you just met my <laughs> spell save. Okay, so you're going to take <laughs> half of this damage and you are not frozen solid. Turn right. So 13 cold total, so six. Does that seem, does that damage seem to have affected it? Fully? A little bit, but not fully. <sighs> oh, jeez. All right, that is your turn. Unless you wish to do anything else. I'm just going to back up even more from it. Okay. 
kind of, I have my back against the wall and I have two of these giant statues on either side of me and I'm like, come to life, mm-hmm. that would be helpful. Crag says, oh, now it's time. And he's going to make his bevy of attacks. Ooh. Swing number one is unfortunately a miss. Oh, no. I rolled a natural three. Swing number two is a natural two. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't roll below a 15 before now. Swing number three. Come on, bud. Natural four. But that does hit. <laughs> Did you go two, three, four? I went three, two, four. Oh my gosh. At least it Rough. was increased at the end, but. That's. Oof. Rough. Minimum damage. Oof. I miss Carhoon. Craig's awesome. I'm just rolling like crap. <laughs> I mean, Octavia does miss Carhoon because he's great. Uh, Craig takes a few swings. This thing is surprisingly shoo, 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 mm-hmm. deft at dodging, but he does land a final one across its back. And it is its turn. Actually, both of you ended your turn, so you both take five points of necrotic damage. Ah. It's this hideous thing's turn. Um, it is going to... It's just going to keep staring daggers at you. It's locked on. It's, ah, make another constitution saving throw. See if you can pass this one. It's not my worst, but... Again, a natural nine for an 11. Woof. Nope. 17 necrotic damage. Okay. It sees that it's not doing as much as it should be doing to you, but it's just, this is what it does, so it's going to keep pressing on. <laughs> well, it's kind of, it's like both of us, we're both doing all this elemental, you know, damage, and, and it's not seeming to be as effective. It's going to step up to you again. <laughs> no. Wait, no, it's not, because Craig's right there. Oh, phew. So it's going to stay there and just keep looking at you. Um, Your turn. Okay. I'm going to lean my staff. I've, again, kind of like bound Akrila's staff and my grandmother's staff together, kind of like a bundle of twigs. Um, and, and I'm going to lean these staves against one of the plinths that one of the sculptures is on. I'm going to pull out the longbow. And I'm going to shoot. Okay. Trying to see if maybe you know, more physically type stuff will be effective. Oh my gosh. Natural three for a total of seven. Nope. Does that, that does not hit. hit this robed figure? You pull it out too hastily and fling an arrow. It just clatters off the wall. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I don't even like get it like properly knocked. It just is like, like flops to the ground. Flops out. Uh-huh. Anything else you do? Jeez Louise. I can't even like get... Wait a minute. What? Octavia will go to the... We're in the vestibule. Mm-hmm. She's going to move and go to the door. The door to the outside or the, the door to the The door to chamber? the outside. Mm-hmm. And she's going to be like, Hey, this guy's not supposed to be in here. If I bring him to you, can you eat him? The door says, Uh, maybe. I'm more about keeping things out than in, but... If I, I mean, like, can I step part, like, have one foot on either side of the, of, of, of the threshold type of thing, and you open up, and when I go, like, now, just, like, chomp. If you get him into this square, I can eat. Hum nom nom. Okay. But I, that's up to you. Okay. 
And so she will, after shooting and moving, she will shout to the to the creature, "Hey, come over here!" I know that always works. I know that you. I know that you want this soul, this tantalizing soul. Not while all while not looking really at him. Oh, Roll. I should have had disadvantage on that attack on, anyway because I had to avert my eyes. Oh, that's true. Roll it again. See if you crit fail. <laughs> nope. Okay. Better thirteen. Uh, roll an intimidation check to see if you can taunt this thing into coming after you. Very intimidating. Nine. Nine total? Total. Okay. You'll see if that does anything. But if that's the end of your turn, it is Crag now. That will be the end of my turn. So I'm, I guess I'm, to make sure that I'm in a proper square, I guess I'll have technically stepped out of the building if I can. You're just right next to the door. Okay. It's not really opening to let you out right now. Craig's going to take some swings. He says, ah, that's very clever, but hopefully I can just do this right here and not roll like garbage. As Austin looks so wistfully. It's a natural one. No! No! Poor Craig! Son of a gun. Cra- I, bu- I built Craig. Craig is awesome. I just cannot roll with anything right now. Again, I would weird being like it's too bad that Crag crit failed, but it is it is bad that Crag crit failed. All right, critical miss from D and Deerhead. Thank you, D and Deerhead. This is called. <laughs> oh no! Unstoppable food banter. Oh no! <laughs> you suddenly hear strange voices drifting through some rift in time and space. They are rambling about food rather than starting an episode of a podcast. <laughs> I feel personally attacked. What's a podcast? Your stomach rumbles violently as you realize how hungry you are. Succeed on a constitution saving throw or take disadvantage on all ability checks until you eat something using an action. Ooh. All right. Okay. That's not saving throws. Constitution saving throw. Luckily, Craig has a plus nine to his constitution saving throw. So this is a great person to happen to. So, assuming I roll greater than a natural three, I should be fine. But three out of my past four rolls have been mm, lower than lower a natural than three. So we'll see. Law of averages, right? I rolled another natural one, everyone. Oh my Look at me go. Gosh. Look at me go. Oh my gosh. You're standing there. Craig takes a swing and you hear his stomach rumble. Oh my rumble. goodness. Let me just note that Craig now has disadvantage on all ability checks oh, until he eats something. Oh my gosh. Thank you, D&D. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should switch your die. This is my good die. It'll come back around. I was rolling like 16, 18, 19 up there for a while. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. That 30 to hit. Yeah, that was great. Uh, that was swing number one. He is going to continue despite his rumbling tum and try to uh some orange slices crank out another hit that's a natural three which misses oh my goodness there we go that's an 11 for a total of more than enough to hit (laughs) oh my gosh he brings it back around deals enough and just Cuts this thing in half. Oh, awesome. It falls to the floor and just like melts into a pile of ash. Oh my gosh. Craig stands there panting, looking at you. 
I am starving. I mean, I think I have some, you know, rationy type things. I'm sure I have some also. Do but you... should we wait here while I eat? I think so. And I'm really not feeling great. That, I mean, I feel like not. I feel like it could have been a whole lot worse. But I don't know. There was just something about. Oh, my skin's crawling and, and I could sit down. All right. Just keep your wits about you. He pulls out some hard tack. Some laminous bread. Sits down next to one of these statues. Looks back and forth, starts eating. Are you taking a short rest? Yeah, let's take a short rest. All I right. need to spend some hit die. Roll me a d20. Three. Okay. Uh, you sit down and you're able to spend a hit die or two. Craig snarfs down some food. I ate breakfast. I don't know what's going on. I just heard something. It's like, hmm. All right, Octavia feels a little bit better after sitting, too. Kind of catches her breath. Good. Feels a little less kind of, like, creeped out by this thing that was just, like, you know, hurting her by just looking at her, like, oof. Creepy. All right. Craig stands up, wipes the crumbs off his lap, says, all right, I feel much better now. Same here. All right. So back in we go, I guess. I guess. And Octavia will go to the doorway of the of the big chamber that they had, uh, you know, been in before, and do just another perception check just to see if there's another another creature that's gonna slap out of the distance. Okay. Natural twenty for thirty. Dang. <laughs> That's that's pretty high. Wish I could have had a roll like that. <laughs> um, you poke your head in. Look left. Look right. Scanning the corners, the dark shadows for another creature. And in the far left corner, oh my gosh. shrouded in shadow, you meet eyes with another one of these things. No! Make a constitution saving throw. <laughs> Stop! No! Crap! No! A natural two! Oh, what's the total? Four? Four? Yeah. Oh no, did I fail by a certain number? Oh no! Oh no, he's laughing, guys! Oh no! Oh, oh no, he's laughing! Yeah. Let me let me read you this. Uh, oh text right here. This thing was purposely sitting in here waiting and you purposely stuck your head out and were looking. When a creature this is called a bodak A bodak? Bodak Horseman? When a creature that can see the bodak's eyes starts its turn blah 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 the bodak can force it to make a DC 13 constitution saving throw if the bodak isn't incapacitated and can see the creature both of which are true if the saving throw fails by five or more which you did. <laughs> oh, no. Are you immune to the frightened condition by any chance? I am not. If the saving throw fails by five or more, the creature is reduced to zero hit points unless it is immune to the frightened condition. Otherwise, a creature takes 3d10 psychic damage on a failed save. What? So you turn the corner, look at this thing, and just <gasps> fall to your knees. <laughs> What? 
You are in fight for your life mode right now. Uh, <laughs> uh, what? And we'll call that your turn. So, uh, Crag's behind you, sees you turn this corner. We're just going to use the initiative we had before. Okay. Because this thing was just crouching that corner the whole time, waiting for you guys to come out of that room and hoping you would, but you never did. Craig sees you fall and is like, is there another one? Uh, <laughs> rushes. Can I? I guess I can talk? Yeah, you can talk. I'll You're like, still conscious. There's one in the corner. I Don't look at it. Uh, okay. Okay, Craig isn't starting his turn, so that's good. So he's going to rush around the corner. Oh, so, okay, yeah. So when you start your turn looking at it. Oh, man. <laughs> when a 30 perception check is bad. Craig is going to rush up, double move, uh, well, dash, effectively, up right into this thing's grizzle. He ends his turn within five feet, so takes a little bit of necrotic damage. It says, I need her alive! And we'll take a swing next turn, but it is this thing's turn now, who is going to uh, try to withering gaze Craig. Goodness gracious. Craig passes the save and throw. It's going to take half as much necrotic damage. Takes half of 19, which would be 9, but is resistant to necrotic because he's an Asimar, so takes 4. So uh, you won't get me this time. Uh, the creature is then just going to stay there. Okay. It is your turn. Oh. Okay. Give me just a moment. Good thing I just gave you a staff that does super healing, huh? Right? You can do an action or a bonus action. Your speed is halved. AC is reduced by two. All right, you said action or bonus action? Action or bonus. All right, I'm going to cast healing hands on myself and automatically give myself 19 hit points. Is that a spell? That's an ability, correct? It's an ability. Okay. Are you adding to stuff from the staff? Is that how I ordered it? Yeah. How did I word it? Um, Is it just any time you heal a number of hit points greater than something? I think so. I'd... Okay. Yeah, that's fine. You zap yourself back up. <gasps> now can I cast a, use a bonus action no. because I'm... Okay. That was your turn. I'm going to step around and, and not look at it. <laughs> Limp back into the corner. Just crawl your way back. Ah! Okay. Um, you do that. Crag says, don't look at it. Shunts his eyes down to the corner and takes three swings with disadvantage. You're not getting any of us today, you foul thing. Of course, now I roll a natural 20 when I have disadvantage. Oh, man. It's still enough to hit. That's one hit. It's two hits. Okay, I'm rolling better now. I changed dice. Did you? All three hit with disadvantage, of course, because nice. that's just how the dice work for me today. All right. Hit number one. Hit number two. Hit number three. Craig takes three good chops at this thing. The fire doesn't seem to be doing as much as it should, but this uh, he has laid out a lot of damage in very little time. He says, help me, we can finish this thing off. Uh, he ends its turn, which will give him a little bit more necrotic damage it is this thing's turn um it's gonna it can't run anywhere where crag can't just run to it and hit it again 
So it's gonna. <laughs> there is nowhere you can run where Crag can't yeah, follow. Yeah, that's the problem with like trying to retreat and reposition because everything basically moves thirty feet. Yeah. So you might as. This is why combats tend to just end in slugfest. So it's just gonna stay there and make Crag make a Constitution saving throw. <laughs> Which now he he rolls a twenty-nine Constitution oh, saving geez. throw. Natural twenty. Uh, so he is fine. He'll take a little bit of this. Yeah, barely takes anything, but does take a little bit. Uh, and now it is your turn. You hear him shouted, We can finish it! Come on! Alright, from inside this vestibule, I close my eyes and I move a little bit this way. Mm-hmm. My eyes closed. She moves back into the room. I move back into the room. And I turn into a giant scorpion. Oh, okay. I keep my eyes closed because I have blind sight. Mm, mm-hmm. And so th- that effectively means I can like close my eyes and fight just as well, right? Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. I think. That's what I think. I, I don't have it. To a certain range. Yeah. Yeah. yeah to, to, to 60 feet. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. So I have actually significant movement as a giant scorpion. So I'm going to scuttle up and attack it. Okay. I have multi-attack. First claw, 14. To hit? To hit. That's a miss. Second claw, natural one. That is a... Natural one. That is a miss. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That is... We're both... A miss. Not rolling that well. Except for our perceptions or our saves, which are good, but... Yeah, 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 yeah. I had a feeling I might have to change a die too. Uh, this is from our na- friendly neighborhood D&D head. Thank you again. Uh, it's called It's Not a Tuma. You remember back and you get distracted by a certain governor's accent <laughs> used by your friendly neighborhood Tob back with the Yappy Quinnin. <laughs> Make a wisdom saving throw, please. Okay. Thankfully, that's my best. 25. Yeah, you're okay. Uh, <laughs> if you had failed that, you would be under the effects of Tasha's hideous laughter for 1d4 rounds. Oh my gosh, that's that's actually a really good one. That's really funny. Your mind flashes back and you're like, <laughs> your claw just swipes right over top. But oh you managed to hold it together. Hold it together. Hold it together, Octavia! Do you have I have else? a final attack. All right, this is her tail. This big stinger of the scorpion. Natural 19. All right. So you take seven piercing damage. Okay. And then please make a constitution saving throw. Does this count as magical? Yeah, because you're a level whatever. Okay, so seven. And then a con save. Uh, six. You failed that, so you're going to take additional damage. Mm -hmm. Is it poison damage? It is. Does nothing. No! I won't even make your roll. For, I should have made your roll for it just to take the wind out of your sails 4D even more. 10. Yep. 4d10. Yep. Pump the venom in. It doesn't seem to respond other than it kind of got pinched by the, the stinger. Ah, jeez. And I'm large, by the way, as a scorpion. Sounds good. Uh, okay, that is your turn. Goodness you just gracious, yeah. Crag goes, keeps his eyes turned down. Oh, you take five points of necrotic oh, damage. Yeah. Craig takes some swings with disadvantage. Swing number one. One of the eyes was out of the box. Oh my gosh, out of the box again. 
Alright, the first one is a hit. I'm gonna roll these individually. Because it doesn't have a ton of hit points left. Crag takes his sword and just plunges it into this thing's eye. Just like the, the Lord of the Rings scene with the Witch King. Mm-hmm. Right into its black open face. And it uh, lets out a horrible scream and then dissolves into a cloud of dust. Oh my gosh. You look around this room and you're confident that was the last one in here. You're feeling maybe a bit ragged and actually is... Oh, you, you gave yourself 19 hit points. Uh, yeah, so you look around this room. Some pillars, big dais with like a... Looks like maybe a funeral box. Oh. Up there, a big stone slab. Pile of ash in front of you. Room and darkness. But uh, I think we're going to pick up there next episode. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Wow. Wow. When you roll ones and and your elemental damage doesn't do as much, it, 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 it... It can take you out of you. Yeah. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. If you like what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes or your preferred podcasting app. It's really great for us to hear your kind words and also helps get the word out about our show. Recently, Skittle Kitty said this about us. These guys are hilarious. Banter about food and cats in a one-on-one campaign. I never knew you could play this way and have been dying to try it with my spouse for 100 episodes now. Well, we would definitely, definitely, definitely recommend it. Strong recommend. DM, PhD, and Gwyneth give me life on my drive to and from work. Love you guys. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much. (laughs) Really appreciate it. I hope that you have success in encouraging your spouse to play one-on-one with you. Um, And so thank you so, so much. And we will catch y'all next week.